Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This is the Merge Medical Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Brown, with my co-host, Dr. Jeff Cole. We're joined today by Frank Aman, CEO of TriFlow. And with that, tell us about TriFlow. Thanks very much, Jeff and Jeff. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, TriFlow uh, Cardiovascular is a company based in Newport Beach, California, that has designed and is now testing in the clinic a novel and unique minimally invasive transcatheter system to treat tricuspid valve regurgitation. Uh, it is unique in that it treats a much larger portion of patients uh, than other devices that are eligible for this disease that affects millions and millions of patients. It does so with a minimally invasive design, with a minimalistic design that uh, works in tandem with the native valve instead of replacing it. So we're very happy to uh, develop this system uh, and uh, have taken it to human clinical trials. It seems, I'm an orthopedic surgeon, but my, what I have learned just through my father having a procedure for the mitral valve and what I've just heard through colleagues it seems like most of the most of the solutions percutaneous have, have come for the left side of the heart. And can you can you explain what were the challenges on the right side of the heart? Why is the tricuspid valve um, the next frontier? And, and can you explain how you guys are tackling that? Yeah. So uh, the tricuspid valve and the right side of the heart present very different anatomical, morphological, and hemodynamic challenges than the left side of the heart. And so simply uh, adapting the designs that worked in the mitral and the aortic valve has turned out to be rather difficult for the uh, right side of the heart. Um, and it really called for a de novo uh, approach where we can actually uh, design a device that will adapt uh, to the native uh, tricuspid valve, but also to the shape of the annulus, the shape of the orifice um, that is completely unique. Uh, and uh, so far, um, the uh, success rate with the other devices has been uh, minimal, uh, again, because they had different challenges that didn't apply. Tell us about the competition. So the competition is as typical in the uh, cardiovascular space. There are uh, four large global uh, companies that are operating uh, in primarily the commercial area, Abbott, um, Medtronic, uh, Edwards Life Sciences, um, and Boston Scientific. And we have then a large number of smaller companies and startups like us who are really developing new approaches. And um, um, in the tricuspid space at present, there are two uh, approaches that, that are effective. Uh, one is the triclip device, which is really uh, um, um, adapted from the mitral valve area. Uh, and the other one comes from Edwards, the Evoke valve, which is a complete replacement of the uh, tricuspid valve. We believe that these are applicable to only a small percentage of the patients, and so they're not addressing the wide patient population. So I think the answer to this may be obvious, but if you could just leave the position where you are and jump into one of these other companies at the same level, same uh, um, connection, so to speak, uh, 
would, would you trade or do you feel like you've got the best? You've got the best thing that's out there. No, I've, yeah, I've, I've joined the company relatively recently, right? Um, I've, uh, in, in comparison to the co-founders of the company, I've been added since the ideation five years ago. Uh, I joined in uh, September of this year. Uh, and I did so uh, because uh, I am firmly believing that this is a much smarter approach, much more specific approach to the tricuspid valve. And so far, what we have seen in the clinical results uh, confirm that uh, we are not only seeing a reduction of regurgitation, but we're also seeing a uh, improvement of the entire right side of the heart in terms of uh, the, uh, the function of the, of the right ventricle. One issue that we're really interested in is the measurement of what we call TAPSI, tricuspid annular plane systolic uh, excursion. And that's basically the measure of, of um, um, performance, if you will, of the uh, ventricle and of the valve itself. And so we don't see that the replacement device is actually uh, changing that measure, that TAPSI measure, which is all critical. Uh, whereas uh, with our device, what we have seen in our patients is that it significantly improves that. Um, and, uh, you know, so uh, again, that's a little bit about the replacement technology. That's interesting. So you've seen improved TAPSI in uh, the human subjects that have been done. And I guess you did this in a porcine model? That's correct. So, you know, it's really fascinating to see in our cases, in particular in the human cases, um, that this is much more, and it is about much more than regurgitation. Um, there is also a question of what is the function of the right ventricle and the right atrium in these situations? Is that being improved or are you just improving the uh, regurgitation? Uh, we find that when you are improving the overall heart function, uh, there is a significant improvement and eventually this will be borne out by clinical data, but you'll find an improvement in how the patient feels um, exercise capacity very significantly, quality of life. All of these things will come not just from reducing the regurgitation, but actually from improving the function of the ventricle itself. And that is one of the things that we can measure. TAPSI, we measure such things as volume of the right ventricle, blood volume inside, mm -hmm. which we have reduced in our patients. And so uh, this bodes well for the long-term outcomes uh, in terms of what it means for the patient, mm -hmm. which is feeling better and, and uh, you know, feeling more vital. And ultimately also what matters to the uh, reimbursement agencies and, uh, and the payers, which is fewer hospitalizations um, and, uh, you know, a better economic outlook as well from, from an expenditure point of view uh, for these types of diseases. That's fantastic. Tell us about the team, the founders. So there are three founders that uh, got together initially five years ago. 
One of them happens to be a cardiac surgeon and interventional cardiologist who is uh, J.P. Ucia, professor at the University of Rome, who has been involved in several first-in-human transcatheter uh, mitral valve and, and, and other valve technologies. Secondly is an engineer based here in Newport Beach uh, with plenty of experience also in pioneering some of the original mitral valve designs. Uh, Luca Pesce. And number three is a chairman of the board, Stefan Piat, who has significant experience from Abbott and other companies, uh, knowledge really of the market uh, for um, uh, transcatheter technologies. So those are the three founders of the company and they're still uh, with us uh, continuing the development. How about your IP and your patent portfolio? Do you feel like you're well protected Absolutely. So the uh, company at this stage has five issued patents that cover US, Europe, China, uh, and uh, there are several other patents in the works. I should also say that the patents cover not only the tricuspid valve design, as we have described it before, um, but also is applicable to uh, adapting to the mitral valve uh, if uh, the, when the day comes that, that we have to do that. So uh, everything is very well protected at this stage. And tell us about the stage of development. Where are you at in that? So the first four years of the company were spent doing all the initial work and significant amount of preclinical testing, including all the required uh, porcine, uh, chronic, and acute studies, mm -hmm. uh, ultimately culminating in uh, the first in-human clinical trial, which we carried out with four patients uh, since May of uh, 2023. Uh, we finalized that treatment portion, are now following them up, uh, but success has been significant, particularly considering the severity of the patient uh, uh, status. Um, as first-in-human patients typically are, compassionate use. Uh, but we're now gearing up for the next uh, clinical trial, uh, which is an early feasibility study uh, here in the U.S. and in Europe. So if, and Frank, you can correct me if I'm saying any of this wrong, but TriFlow has a one-size-fits-all device that improves both systolic diastolic function by reducing tricuspid regurgitation with an easily placed percutaneous procedure uh, similar to the well-known TAVR that the uh, medical community is already aware of, uh, eliminating the need for palliative care or an invasive uh, procedure such as sternotomy. Absolutely. Nicely put. Hey, Frank, I, I just want to thank you for joining us here today. This has been a fascinating conversation for me personally, and I know that the listeners will find it fascinating as well. You know, we, we strive to have guests whose products and or services check mark several boxes when they they number one they have to help patients and uh, number two they they have to help physicians do their jobs and make their jobs easier and number three have to at least have the potential for financial improvement in the lives of uh, the merged medical members and you definitely check mark that box thank you so much for joining us with that guys this is the merge medical 10 and 10 podcast we're out thanks Frank. Thanks, everyone.